Spring is my favorite time to start a new workout routine. With the weather warming up, it feels easier to get into the rhythm of things. Whether you have 20 minutes or an hour for a Pilates class or outdoor guided walk, Peloton has everything you need to help you get going. Get a head start on summer with Peloton at OnePeloton.com. Hey, hustlers, we know that this 2024, the entrepreneurial journey is filled with challenges. An often overlooked aspect is the time-consuming task of processing payroll and managing government requirements. And did you know that the average admin spends a whopping 50 hours per month dealing with just government compliance? That's time you could be spending on growing your business, or let's be honest, taking a well-deserved break. But fear not, we got a game changer for you, introducing Sprout Solutions and their tailored solutions for MSMEs called the Payroll Starter. With Sprout Solutions Payroll Starter, you can finally reclaim your time and get your life back on track. Say goodbye to the stress of remembering tax dates or worrying about missed payroll runs. This bundle is designed to make your life easier and your business more efficient. And here's the best part. The cost starts just at 5,000 pesos per month for businesses with up to 10 employees. Yep, you heard that right. That's just 5,000 pesos per month. So why spend another minute routing in payroll paperwork when Sprout can revolutionize the way you manage your payroll and government requirements? Take the first step towards a more efficient business today. Visit sprout.ph slash payroll starter monthly 5k. If you missed that, don't worry. We have it in the description box of this episode. So click that too. And again, big shout out to Sprout Solutions because your time is too valuable to be spent on paperwork. Reclaim it with their payroll starter. Now let's begin this episode. I'm doing business and I'm helping others at the same time because if you look at everything I've been doing, basically it's the same story, diba? Welcome to Hustle Share, the podcast that features the daily grinds of unique hustlers around the world to show not our differences, but that our hustles are very much alike. Now, here's your host. Ronster Baypyong. Welcome to another episode of the Hustle Share Podcast. My name is Ronster, and we are now at episode six. As we're recording this, we're literally just around nine days old, and things are looking pretty, pretty good. So. If you're new to the show, thanks for tuning in. Uh, if you want to know what this is, basically, Hustle Share is a podcast that lets you improve your hustle by listening to other hustlers. I know that sounds cliche to you, but hustle is a very universal term, right? And what we're doing here in this podcast is we want to be able to share our journeys, not our successes, so that we feel empathetic towards each other's journey. So whatever profession you have, whatever thing that you're doing, whatever grind, the goal of this podcast is to share empathy and to shed some light on how we can actually improve our own daily grind by living in or at least listening to somebody else's struggles and challenges. And in this episode, it's very interesting because for the first time, we actually have a celebrity on board. And he's not just a celebrity because he's also a serial entrepreneur. And what we're going to be discussing in this episode is how is it like to be in the shoes of one. And today, this guy that we're going to be talking about is a man of many hats. 
And without further ado, his name is RJ Ledesma. If you've never heard of them, if you were born in the 80s, you probably recognize him in the Royal True Orange uh, commercials as Joey. But he's come across and matured since that. In this episode, he's going to be discussing his journey from how he became Joey and how he he was prepared to be an entrepreneur for life by, by, by his parents and how he was able to, to progress from being a child star to literally someone who went through MIT and how he was able to uh, found the most, uh, his baby per se actually, it's Mercato Central, the night market that we all come to love here in the Philippines. He's also going to be discussing how he manages through three uh, new businesses that he already has at the same time and how he does that while also doing a full-time hosting gig on the side. And lastly, stick around till the end of the show because RJ dropped a bomb for everybody else. I didn't expect that to happen, to be honest. But he has a very special surprise. So if you want to learn more about RJ's hustle... Let's begin the episode right now. Welcome to the Hustle Share Podcast. This is now episode six. Time is flying so fast, I can't even keep up. And then, you know, but you know what? I see the trend. A lot of people are listening. If you're new to the show, welcome. And uh, today we have a very special guest because. I didn't expect, again, that these people are going to say yes to me this early. And this guy has the Midas touch. And it's weird because most of the time, it's him doing this to me and now I'm doing this to him. That sounds kind of fun, huh? Okay. The, the implication <laughs> of what you're trying to say, huh? No, no, no. It's... it's, it's right, man, <laughs> without further ado, we got RJ Ledesma. Hey, thanks so much for having show. me on your show, Ron. I really appreciate being here. And just like you said... Um, I'm pretty impressed by, by yourself as well because, um, you know what, uh, just to give you a bit of a background, I first met Ron mm -hmm. uh, on my show Bright Ideas, which, which comes out on uh, Bloomberg and now One News. And yep. I met him on his initial, uh, on his initial uh, startup, which right. was uh, Party, Party File. File. Yep. And eventually, uh, I interviewed him again. In fact, I was the one who insisted that we interview him again yes. when he finally uh, put up Chatbot because I really wanted to feature that story of, of you know, um, what it's like to be in, in a startup and, and it failing spectacularly. Yes. But then coming back again like the Phoenix. So yeah, you're I, actually the me, first one to yeah. message me uh, after I announced that I already officially acquired. Yeah, that's why. And I thought, yeah. it, was a, I thought it was a great, uh, it was a great story. And, mm -hmm. and that's really, you know, it shows a lot of grit and it's something that, you, you know, on, on the show I felt that it needed to be communicated to other people that if they can see that, you know, this is possible, that's okay because... Uh, many of us, especially Filipinos, have this uh, this uh, sort of like we don't like uh, failure. Yeah, fa yeah. Fa the failure mentality is such that you know, if you fail, people want you to feel that you failed. Correct. They parang it's a uh, they can't see you wearing failure as a badge of honor no, or no. something that you learn from. And you know, um, always I, I like um, I go to this thing called called uh, Power Mornings, which is actually Power run mornings. by the Feast uh, by Brother Bo. Wow. And one time. Uh, Father Bob McConaughey, who's one of yeah. the, the feast spiritual advisors, he, he, advisors, he said something yeah. really nice. He said something that, uh, you know, there was one time that that the the president wasn't saying something too nice about about the Catholic faith, but he said instead, uh, instead of of of, of uh, looking at it as an opportunity where you feel bad about it, it's really a right. teachable moment. What can you learn from this? And True. that's what I saw from your own experience. Thank that you. you know, what can we learn 
from what happened. And when you said earlier on that you know everything I touch touch touches turns to gold, I mean right. that's just the PR release. I mean I I <laughs> I, I failed many times in life. In fact, yeah. for people who have actually seen my talk, I, it's really a talk about about you know the failure in, in right, my own life right. and, and my, my own experiences where I, where I didn't do well and yeah. and what what I gained from it and number one is that it's that you know uh, it's it's we're wearing failure like it's a badge of honor talking yep. about it like it's it's okay mm -hmm. and also uh, at the same time asking myself what did I learn from this instead of Correct. feeling bad for myself oh I feel yeah, yeah. Again. and make it part of, don't make it don't it's not it's not your it's it's just your ego eh, right okay. I mean it's okay you feel bad that that's being human but after that you go okay well, what what did I learn from this one what can I do next because right. you just have to pick yourself up because if you don't then that's yeah. really it but it's it's easier said than done and that's what we wanted to learn to in this episode yeah. starting from the very start of how you kind of felt like you're you're born to grind and yeah, whatnot yeah. but you've you've been you've been the routes coming from Joey to you writing books and all that and what's what we want to do. Yeah. So RJ, walk us through first first things first, let's do what's your hustle, right? Okay. Um, yeah. Currently you're wearing a lot of hats mm -hmm. and I can't imagine being your thing because you always have, like you're always on the go and for, for some reason you always like feel like you've never, you, you never look tired, you never look, how is your current grind so far? Okay, so I, I wear many hats, like I okay. say, I wish I had just as, as many heads. Okay. And I can't say that I can juggle them all very well, but mm -hmm. I, I try to. Mm -hmm. It's just that, you know, uh, over the years I built some specific skill sets yeah. and sometimes it, it's easy for me, like when it comes to me, um, you know, I'm, a, I'm an entrepreneur. I'm right. a serial entrepreneur. Yep. And entrepreneurship for me, a lot of the entrepreneurship that I did is, is olawai. That's, yeah. my, that's my capital. And, right. and for me, it was communication, basically, mm. which was both from a, a writing standpoint and also from a speaking standpoint. Yeah. So, so just, that's just a bit of a background. And then, so, you know, I get to use all these skill sets and I'm very glad I'm able to, that, that get, God gave me these skill sets that I've been able to use. But basically... Um, the first thing I do is is uh, Mercato. Mercato. Uh, Mercato. I, I co-founded Mercato mm -hmm. uh, with my wife together with my, my former partners. Yep. And uh, right now, Mercato is, I think, uh, one of the largest night food markets in the country. And it also is, yeah. A food market or a food business incubator, and I can explain a bit more about that later on. Sure. Um, on top of that one, um, I also put up another business called EnterPH. Enter, right? Enter yes. PH. And EnterPH is a it's a one stop shop mm -hmm. uh, consultancy firm that helps foreign businesses yes. set up shop in the Philippines. Um, and um, on top of that one, um, what I also do in terms of business is I just recently set up another one called Easy Franchise. Easy Franchise. Yeah, you're wearing franchise. a shirt at the moment. Yeah. And what's Easy, Easy Franchise? Easy Franchise. It's a it's a platform. Right now, it's a digital platform that connects franchisors to franchisees. Wow. And I put it up together with, um, funnily enough, with people I also met on my show, Bright yeah, Ideas. Yeah. So one of my partners here is Anton Ojeda, who was the former oh. country manager of Zomato. Oh, And the other okay. one is uh, Joe Magsaysay, or Joe Mag. Joe Mag, right, right. So it kind of makes a lot of sense if we put the business together. Yeah. And, you know, we, and, and that's what we do. So mm -hmm. aside from that one, um, I still continue to host. I, I've yep. been a professional host for many, many years, even an award-winning host, award not just host. a host. Thank you, Thank you so much. Yeah. Right. So yeah, I, I've I've hosted for many, many years. I do uh, the spectrum of many different events. From, right. From people know me. A lot of people nowadays know me as a wedding host, but I do mm -hmm. uh, moderation hosting for lifestyle or, or business events or award yeah. ceremonies, um, and um, I've won um, three. 
a Leo Awards for, for that. A Leo Award. yeah, that, that qualifies me this year to get the Hall of Fame Award. For, uh, yeah, you, you need to like graduate because everybody needs to get their chance because like every year it's a given that, oh, RJ's nominated. Yeah, You're going to win that again. It's very thankful. I mean, I just really built a specific skill set when it yeah. came to hosting. And um, um, aside from that, well, a couple of years ago, although I can't manage it anymore because, mm-hmm. you know, I've, I've got, you know, it's hard raising kids is that I used to be an editor-in-chief of a magazine. I actually took over to, I was the editor-in-chief of uh, Manual Magazine. That's a late lamented magazine, which I used to run for for mega publishing. After that one, I became the editor-in-chief of uh, Uno Magazine. Uno, right. I remember, right, right, right. A couple of, yeah. And uh, for many years, for about 10 years, um, I, was a, I was a columnist for, for the Philippine Star. I was a humor yes, columnist. Yes, and yes, That's something I really loved writing. I really, really loved writing. Yeah. And, um, so communication really is the, yeah, it's like the center there, always. Yeah. And the thing is, I, the, the reason I had to give it up is because, you know, my, my wife saw how much, I mean, among all my different jobs, that was the one I was putting the most effort into because that doesn't, you know, it, it create, I, I was not just a regular writer. I was a creative writer. I was a humor yeah. writer. Yeah. And that took a lot of creative thinking. So it occupies the business part of your brain for yes. me. Yes. So it's hard to switch. It's hard, yeah, and and yeah. if I did, um, let's say for the, I could only write during the weekend. So, yes. you know, and, and right now, um, the weekends as I got older, you know, or as, as my, my kids got, ra- uh, as I was raising my kids and they got mm-hmm. older, I had to spend more quality quality time with the kids and yes. you know I was also hosting many events during the weekend so Correct. so something had to give way uh, but during that time I was very blessed enough that that I was able to compile my 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 columns into books so I had six yes. six, six. Books that came out of I that saw book. one I was like yeah. meandering through a national yeah. book store. I was like hey I know this guy yeah, so why is he half naked <laughs> yeah, I was a humor writer so that, that's what I like to do a lot I, right. I, and I really because I you know like I was a marketing guy so I said how do I develop a unique selling proposition when it comes yeah. to writing and, I, and for me the, the humor really started coming out and so I, yeah. I developed six books from that one right um, they were thankfully they were they were best selling books because <laughs> my, my mom bought most of those books but <laughs> Aside from that one, um, I also, from those books, uh, three of them were actually National Book Awards finalists. Always wow. a bridesmaid, never a bride. And um, I was actually in, in 2014, or I think 2014, I was actually a UP National Writers Fellow, which for me wow. was quite, quite a big thing for me because back in about 1996, I actually applied and didn't get in, oh. and so it took me several years, many, many yeah, years, about okay. almost almost two 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 decades. But to it went full circle eventually. To fin- right. Finally, get the the UP National Writers nice. become a UP National Writers Fellow. Yeah, uh, and so those are m- m- many of the things I used to do. Yeah. And then um, up to now, well, I also serve as the. Um, the honorary consul of Monaco to the Philippines. Yes, and currently, again, thank you for inviting me. We're, I'm luckily, I don't know how many people you invited over here. Yeah, but well, thanks for coming over. I'm to my, a consulate. To my, We're to recording my this Monaco cave. Where yeah. my people over here. So, yeah, so that means it's that uh, as an honorary honorary consul, it just means right. that there are some countries uh, which, by by their diplomatic strategy, they don't yeah. really send ambassadors abroad Got it. because they're too small to actually send a lot of ambassadors yeah. abroad so they actually choose specific people from those countries to represent them Got over it. there so I represent the principality of Monaco um, Monaco here, here in the one Philippines. of the most richest c- countries in the world yes that's right that's yes right. it's like you know boats I remember the only time I got uh, uh, in like Put into what Monaco is is in Gran Turismo. But yeah. <laughs> that was like, oh, there's Monaco. That's where all the yeah. boats are and all that, and all that. So, 
let's just track back. So obviously you just blew us away. You're probably the most like accomplished in terms of how many hats in our early life here in Hustle Share. Like that's crazy. But RJ, how did this all start? You said you had a passion for communication and whatnot. Well, yeah. So maybe let's 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 step back a bit now. Uh, before I get into that one, okay. the thing that I wanted to discuss is that if you look at the type of businesses which I run, it might look like that it's a lot. Yeah. Um, but really, you know, there's a couple of things that I need. I want to share with some people when I, okay. how, as, as to how um, I see business. First okay. of all, it's that um, the business is always about addressing pain points. Of right? course. So, and we know that one from from problem from being, solution. From startups, right. It's like, what is the problem that you see, or what is the pain point that you're trying, trying to solve? To solve? Right. So, or or what I say in most of my talks is that. What is the irritation that leads to inspiration? And aside from that one, um, the other thing which I also say is that uh, how, how do you, I, if you see the theme in, across my businesses is that aside from solving problems, it's also how do you build sort of like an ecosystem around it, yes. a thematic ecosystem behind it. Because Correct. if you look at my businesses, they're it's all, not a standalone. They're, 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 they, yeah. they all kind of, they all thematically, they all make sense together. Like sense, uh, yeah. how I'm building Mercato is that we're building an ecosystem yeah. of, of suppliers to help yeah. grow these small food businesses. Mm-hmm. If you look at Enter PH, it's the same way we're building an ecosystem to help support the growth of these foreign SMEs coming yes, to the country. Yes, if yes. you look into the ecosystem of um, of enter of, of uh, easy franchise it's the same, same thing yeah. you're sort of building ecosystems which can work together so sometimes when i meet people i can bring both my 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 card for mercato and easy franchise but they make sense together you still hit two birds in yeah, one you, stone they still okay. make sense together and the other thing which which uh, which i find is that which i want to share is that right. is that um is that sometimes i've i've learned that you bring in innovation. Sure. How does innovation occur, especially when it comes to doing business? Innovation occurs sometimes when you just need to look at uh, examples from other industries and then yeah. bring them into your own industry. So, for example, make it work for you. Make it work for you. Yeah. So, for example, for Mercato originally, um, it was just a food market, and we we're trying to look mm. for models outside of how to, how to grow it. You know, yeah. and I realized, you know, what I learned from doing my show, Bright Ideas, is that I right. started seeing how startup companies were being run, and I saw that startup companies mm. uh, were coming from, let's say, for example, um, they grew the fastest in accelerators or incubators. Yes. And I said, how come there's no equivalent for an for accelerator food. or incubator in the food market in this food business world so i I sort of took that model and tried to appreciate it and bring that into into my business into our business so i i borrowed that model and i use that innovation to create what i have here right now so mercato right now is not really just a food market it's really a food business incubator where we find businesses that are good and then you curate uh, we them, them. Yeah, right? we, we, we scale them we improve them we scale them we find investors for them yeah. and then we, we, we ship them out to make yeah. them bigger so that's what I saw yeah. so similarly um, what I saw what I often tell people is that one of the great things I learned from doing uh, Bright Ideas is that I, the, for, about innovation is that when I came across um, the Etigo business model Etigo, right. because when you, look, when you look at Etigo um, what I noticed is that they, they, they told us that um, how, how did you come up with your model because you don't have coupons eh, but usually when you do this type yeah. of discounts you get coupons yeah. and for Etico they just said no you get, get almost up to 50% off on everything straight up drinks. Right. so what's your business model 
And he was saying, this guy was an economist, and he was saying, you know, this is how I think of it. You know, if, if you have a hotel room that is vacant for one night, yeah. you're losing money. You lose money, right, because you're not if fully you, occupied. Yeah, if you have an airline, if you're an airplane that takes off without a passenger, yeah. you're losing money. Mm. So why don't you just cut the rates of that one so mm. people can use it? So that's why you cut the rates, right, so people yeah. can, can, can board the plane or, mm -hmm. or occupy the room. Why don't you do the same thing in restaurant businesses where, mm. let's say, there's a low time between 2 to 3 p.m. and nobody's eating there. Aren't you losing money as well? True. You are. Yeah. So he said, okay, then let's just, let's just cut the prices. At least you get in, you're, yes. bringing, you're bringing people in. And that's brilliant. But let's take, that's innovation, taking something from outside your industry and, yeah. and bring it into your industry. Correct. And the last thing that I've also learned about the idea of doing great business is the yeah. idea of... of of, of asymmetric information which is asymmetric really, information which, which basically is basically you, you know you know something uh, there's something that only you know mm -hmm. and where you can gather information together okay. and if you put that information together okay. and make other people you, you sort of like you, you build the you build the, the overpasses to get to you but you, you control the tollway for that one yes and when you control the information for something that's basically how you make money in digital marketing nowadays correct aggregate and, that, and you then aggregate, right? you aggregate and that's what we did for Easy Franchise. Wow. Uh, right now, it's like, um, and I learned that model, basically I was talking to also to Anton of, 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 um, uh, of, of yeah. Zomato because right. you know before, let's say Zomato really came up, how would you know which is a good restaurant to eat no, in? It was, no. a, it was a word right. of mouth thing. So you couldn't tell, but mm -hmm. right now there's an objective site where people can rate, right. rate places, uh, rate the food. And now they even else. give you discounts. And discounts. So, Zomato Gold. But, but, right. the, but the basic model was just, right. to, just to aggregate everybody Correct. and put the information out there. Yeah. And and people go there. Then you get listed. But if right. you want to advert, but if you want your restaurant to go up mm -hmm. or to get, get more notice, you pay advertising. You pay yes. a subscription or premium, advertising. Fee, premium. Right? Right. So that's sort of like your, your tollway. Okay. And that's the same logic that he used when he put up bpeep.ph. Just beep, to, to, right. Before, you wouldn't know how many taliers there were in the Philippines. Even he didn't know. Yeah. It's only when he put it up and you put them all, the, all that information Boom. together that he found that there were 7,000 taliers Correct. in wow. the Philippines. And he saw that opportunity which, which arose from there. Yeah. And therefore, BP was doing very good. And because he put that site up and he was able to aggregate information, there's rich data which you gathered from that. Correct. And the data they found that was that, you know, people needed drivers on ah. demand. So that's why, you know, the, this, the, it's a, it's another, it's another way to look at ride hailing. It's like right. I've got a car, but I don't well, want I drive. I, I don't want driver. drive. <laughs> I don't want drive. So you get right. you put together drivers on demand. Yes. So very interesting things that you learn. Uh, I mean, uh, as you put businesses together. So these sort of things are what, what drive my philosophy nowadays when it comes to business. Wow. It's, it's pain points. It's taking business models from other businesses. Yeah, and, and you're exposed to this on a like daily, weekly yeah. basis well, now, yeah, right? Hopefully, doing the show. That's why. That's why for me, sure. I, I like doing the show. And at the same time, the last one is is of course asymmetric information. Yeah. Now, now stepping back and 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 doing other things. So let's talk about um, communication. So really, yeah. uh, even at a young age, I, I I was really somebody who who liked to both write and talk. I mean, yeah. I, I, I was. I was thankfully trained in an entrepreneurial environment. My Got parents were it. entrepreneurs as well. My dad uh, was in prawn farming, encyclopedia selling, wow, uh, videotape rental. How did you get into the Joey role? Well, I mean, so, uh, I was yeah. I was doing a lot of um, uh, acting at the time. You know, I, I I was raised. I was actually doing a lot of those what you call elocution contests, mga talupatian when I was ah. grade school. So a lot of training over there. Then eventually, I, I joined Repertory Philippines when I was about 13 years old wow. with their workshops. 
and then I, I, I was in some of their 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 one their their, their mm-hmm. straight plays, no, not musicals, the straight plays. Wow. And then from there, you know, I, I had this bit of theatrical training and background, and we were Did asked to audition for uh, for the commercial. Yeah. And thankfully, they needed somebody who could who who had that sort of training. Yeah. And it was nice because it exposed me at a very young age. It, had, it taught me like many things because you were wow. you're at such a young age, you're exposed to all these different yeah, things, and, and it's th- quite a lot of sensory input at that time. True. And uh, a little fact. Very I, crucial, in, especially I, I would uh, guess for your confidence. Confidence and also how to how to manage, you know, because simply you get mayama at that, at that age because you don't know how to handle it. <laughs> the things right, you learn, right, right, you, right. And it teaches you how to how to learn. So it gives you a different perspective mm. of, about about life. Eh? Yeah. And the nice thing also is that I, I I had I had the opportunity to be directed by some some of the, the best directors in the country, film directors. I Lino mm. Broca was my first director. Wow. Um, uh, Ismael Bernal. Uh, Shoot. Peke Galiag and Lordy Reyes. And These then are like, like the a- in the annals yeah. of, of, of yeah. Philippine cinema. Yeah, and the last one was uh, Junior Urbano, who's, you know, wow. Mr. Shuli. So, so it was really great training for me at the time to, to, to do those commercials and to get exposed and to, to understand these things. And, you know, um, so, so that was great. And, and from there, that's where I got, you know, uh, got exposed. And then, but because I also love talking, you know, I did a lot of... Uh, Extemporaneous public speaking when I was so high you really you really built for this yeah. from 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 a young age. But eventually, uh, what happened was that in college, I did a lot of competitive varsity debating, and that's what which really trained my thinking. Uh, we one of the we were one of the first who who actually started doing this what you call parliamentary debating. Okay. Uh, back in about 1993, 94. Wow. So I, I, I went to Australia. I've been to It's funny Princeton, because New in Jersey. our second episode, mm-hmm. um, one of our first guests as well, Iba Bernardo. Yeah, we, we were yeah. together in debate. Oh, so, okay. Yeah. So he said that you can't in a debating family, yeah. you, you can't really just like put your way in if you don't have a logical argument. Yeah, yeah. Would you say that that's the same so me, as well? So me, me and Iba were actually in the same... I, well, at that time, I trained Iba for oh, debate. Oh, wow. Uh, okay. So, um, and he, he joined the debating team, which I kind sure. of like had to put together, couple up together because it was a new debating style which, which we trained in and ah. that really helped me a lot in my in my thinking process, in my logic, yeah. in my giving speeches and being funny because first of all, it, it trained me how to, to, to think very right. quick on my feet and also ah. to, to structure things in my head when I, when I, when I deliver presentations. Yeah. And then, so that was very good for me. Over the years, it, it developed my, my style and also yes. influenced, it informed the way that I wrote as well. Mm. It informed the way that I host as well. It just but comes naturally, like second nature. Eventually, for you. came second nature. Yeah. But at the same time, what I also learned and how it informed my writing, how debate informed my writing, was okay. that I got exposed to different styles of, of debating. For example, you know, because if you're from the Philippines, you like this type, you like this melodramatic type of debating, where you're boastful or you're gesticulating or you're just <laughs> arguing argue, argue, argue all the time. Yeah. But I got exposed to people like from Ireland and from Australia, where right. they would make a joke. Or they would make up, but the joke would make the point. So I was going, oh, so there are other ways to make your point. And it doesn't always have to be like you're so serious or you're so angry all the yeah. time or so, or so dramatic because that's what we were used to. Yes. So that sort of affected how, how, how I was able to move forward and, and, and so, argue. Yeah. Thanks for that, RJ. We'll just take a quick break. We'll yeah. be back after this to talk about your current journey, how you take it from debating to your very first venture and yeah, how we sure, sure. De- developed that, more of that after the break. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. 
Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with plushcare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, I have a very, very exciting opportunity I want to share with you guys. If you're a B2B startup founder, listen up. Your ticket to growth is here. Introducing Impact24, the Philippines' largest B2B SaaS challenge. Calling all startups in their pre-launch, pre-seed, or seed stages. This is your chance to accelerate your growth. Submit your pitch to Impact24 and get ready for a 10-week intensive program to elevate your solution. What's in it for you? How about up to 500,000 pesos in MVP project support, exclusive credits from industry partners, personalized mentoring, and a shot to pitch at SASCON PH, the country's biggest SAS conference this April. But yo, you gotta hurry up because submissions close on January 26, 2024 already. Don't miss out on this opportunity to take your startup to new heights. Apply now at saschallenge.ph that's sasschallenge.ph. And good luck, and I'll see you guys in Impact 24. And we're back after the break. Um, we're still with RJ Ledesma. I don't even know how to properly introduce you because you have so many. <laughs> I'll say RJ Ledesma Mercato after this break, and I'll introduce you as something else in the next one. But okay, RJ, so you before the break, you mentioned about being in a debate team and you, you, you having to have that logical uh, background and that helped you through the, all this journey since you were a kid. What was your very first venture into business and how did you realize no, you wanted to do business? No, I, I, we've, I've always been trained, I think even from a young age, to be an entrepreneur. Okay. You know, when my dad had the video rental business, they asked, they asked me to not only put my own money in, okay. even as a young boy, but even to participate and help out in the business, you know, mm. to help in the store. So mm. I, I, I was there. Um, and, you know, if, you know, I like comic books. So they said, why don't you sell comic books at the store? Nice. Right? Um, so you know, there's always been that sort of entrepreneurial mindset of okay. what, where, where can you create a business? And that's yeah. always been there. Um, and so I, I kind of care that with, with with whatever I did. So nice. if, if if I did public speaking, mm-hmm. how do how, where does the entrepreneurial mindset come in for public yeah. speaking or it's like writing? An instinct that kicks in. Yeah, it kind it, of yeah. kicks in, and it, it's it 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 it. Kumbaga, it, it's invasive. Eh? It it, yeah. opens, it, all, it all <laughs> just comes out. Like, oh, it just comes right. out. Right. So for me, you know, I actually my original objective was that I I I. Uh, just to give you a bit of background, right. after, after college, I worked, uh, I, I joined Procter & Gamble. I was a band manager okay. for Procter & Gamble because I thought it was a very great training to have. It's like, you yeah, know, and it's a great... Yeah, a lot of management trainees from that part, or look at them now, like, yeah. boom, they all come from the same... Uh, and, and many of the people in prominent uh, companies right now yeah. were, my, were my former bosses. Right. And so it was a great way for me to get a strong foundation, not only in marketing, but also in management, because it's like mm. you're running a brand like with your own business. Yeah. And then after that one, um, 
uh, I left to, to take my to take my masters abroad. Oh, uh, MIT. My, yeah, my, my family business kasi is real estate development, so I pursued okay. a masters in real estate development. Okay. In, in MIT. Um, by the way, this is like our, the episode two episodes before this. We're talking about someone who went to the states to Earl. Apparently, yeah. he went to BU. BU so again, yeah. I yeah, really we were neighbors. Yeah, we were neighbors. Oh my so, god! So right. so I, I went there, and and the thing is, you know, um, hoping to come back and and hoping to at least work maybe work in the states for a bit before coming back yeah. home. But then when I went to the states and I graduated, the year that I graduated was two thousand one. Wow. Which was 9/11. Yes. And when 9/11 happened, totally you know, uh, game. Not, not only did the economy, the states, uh, the bubble economy in the states burst, but also it was very difficult now for foreigners to find jobs, especially in the wake of 9/11. Yeah. So came back home, and uh, effect, then right? worked, worked first for my dad because real estate, of course, is my okay. first love. But it was a, at the time it was also very, it was also struggling, emerging yeah. from the Asian economic crisis at yeah. the time. And just it, tough times, yeah, yeah early two thousands. And I had to find other things to do. And eventually, the first one of the first things that I did was that you know I love doing TV work. Yeah. Uh, before I after a short time right after I resigned from Procter and Gamble before I went to the states, I was actually doing work for uh, ABS-CBN. I was on Alasinco Media. Uh, oh, uh, yes, yes, yes. And I would have gone on their daily show, but eventually I had to fly to this. I I went. <laughs> I got I got into MIT. Of course, I took of that course, of course. Uh, came back here. And that opportunity to do the, t- I wanted to go back to doing TV work for them, of course. but, I, I, but uh, the slots were filled. Yeah. So I produced my own TV show, ah. uh, which is called The Men's Room. Together the Men's with my partner, Room in Studio uh, 23. Yeah, with my, with, right. with, uh, with my friend, uh, Philam stand-up comedian, Tim Tayag. Tim. So me and Tim, you know, we just, one day we just said, hey, Tim, let's, let's produce a show that's <laughs> like The Man Show. Okay. And that's why I now I remember the book. It was very like you know those, those sexual jokes and whatnot. Yeah, so we, we put up the our art sh- of seduction. I yeah, think so you were so, doing yeah, something so, like uh, that. Right? Is it hot in here? Or is it me? That was the name <laughs> yes, that play, playing with pink parts or it only yes. hurts when I pee. Those are the names of the book. So, <laughs> so a lot, you know, I picked up a lot of you know the, the Tim was using a lot of the stand-up humor that he gained from yeah. the states, and I thought we would make great parts because we had very different right. comedic styles and yeah. we were very spontaneous. There was no need for us to no no no. You don't write them down, right? Have have have, uh, have a script down there. So yeah. So we that when we just you know produced that own show we, we we shot the show and then we we I had to get you know we went we shot in Victoria Court wow. in Victoria Court I asked for one of these Bay Book beauties he, what, <laughs> it's whatever uh, look, the cheesy them, name was, was yeah, one, one of them was the was the one that we got and then we produced the show we went to Studio Twenty Three we just gave whatever we produced and they wow. said oh can we order thirteen episodes and we had to that was one of my first 30, uh, wow. experiences of uh, doing my own thing and that was fun yeah we did about two seasons didn't really make money from it but yeah. the, the, the interesting thing was that RJ just quick question yeah. on on humor because on a personal note yeah. I like what I said it's my it's my X factor I I, I like. I might like whatever. I, I'm very inappropriate in the way I do sales and whatnot because at the end of the day, that's what I do. Mm-hmm. But I use humor a lot. Mm-hmm. For you, how big of that is a factor that you are a funny guy? Okay. I think it's pretty, particularly for my skill set when it comes to doing hosting and moderating, it's, it's key. Yes. Uh, especially, um, it puts people at ease. Right? It's yes. like, you know, it's very difficult for you to get mad at somebody who, could, who can funny. make you laugh. Although there are some exceptions <laughs> to the rule. Right? My girlfriend sometimes gets mad at me still. But, yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's why I keep my wife always in stitches. Like, you never know. <laughs> that's why she married me. But the, but the, the thing is, like, um, it, it's, it's, it helps you uh, create a, a rapport with people when you're able yes. to make them laugh. Eh? So, so it's, when it's, you're it's very important. Yeah, so that, that's why um, I... I 
when I do a wedding hosting, I often say that one mm-hmm. of the, the the things that that gives me uh, value added is that I'm able to warm up the crowd. I get get more develop more because of the, the humor that I'm able to use with them, and so that that's right. very key. I you think you don't sound robotic. Yeah, and it's it's yeah. a it's a key skill, and knowing what makes people laugh and knowing you can learn is key for is is key. It's also timing. Yeah, it, it's timing. Say, yeah. So a lot of these things I really learned from doing the show, from doing right. public speaking and debate. You you pick up a lot of these things um, on the way. And I use that sort of humor also in my writing. So I'm one of the f- I was able to trans- translate it, translate it both yes. into writing and also yes. into into speaking, mm-hmm. uh, which not many people uh, are able to do. It's hard. It's, it's hard. hard. And yeah. um, you know, I often tell people, you know, I, there's a book called Comedy Writing Secrets, which I actually studied. Um, oh, really? And, okay. And I actually taught humor writing. Uh, you know, I, I had a whole presentation humor for humor writing. writing. And what's what's important is that if you find something funny. The book often says comedy writing secret says that you know they can teach you about jokes. Right. Teaching, teaching, teaching how to tell the teaching person how to tell a joke is like it's like uh, it's like cutting open a frog. If you figure out how the frog it. works, but it's not funny right. anymore, deba. Yeah. But you 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 learn. Yeah. And um, what I would do is you know, there's specific shows which I like. So I would I would analyze. Let's say for example, mm. why do I why do I find this show funny? Uh, what was that show again? The, the the show, the improv show. Um, like uh, what, what line is it? Any whose line is it anyway? Right, right. There's certain comedians that I like. Yes. There's certain TV shows which I like, like The Family Guy or other mm. things. So I, I step back and I say, okay, what did I like about it that made it funny? You look at the structure of it all, ah. and if you're able to analyze the structure of what made it funny, then you take that one and you use that. You create your own uh, from form, that. From that. So yes. that's that's what I learned a lot of the, the humor from was. Taking wow. from these from these structures and saying, ah, oh, so let me go, let me you go. You dissect it scientifically and yeah, literally, but, but, you know, but enough to get you know you, the feel. Like for example, yes. um, I had I I I really liked a lot. I, I read a lot of comic books, and then there are two people I like a lot, and these are two English writers. It's Grant Morrison and Grant Morrison. it's uh, and it's also uh, Warren Ellis. Okay, and there's a specific ways that they used to write, like big big they had big ideas or, or the way yeah. that they, the way that they introduce concepts and yeah. said, I like this a lot and I will just take the structure of what they had and use it for humor writing mm. and I'll, I'll bring it over there or let's say for example I, I like I like the and for, I like Family Guy and also if you see right now, Brooklyn Nine-Nine yes. there's, a simil- there's a similarity in the humor in and they don't of- use old jokes and it, it, the, the, what I like about Nine-Nine too mm. is it's not defamatory towards people and yeah. that's what they always say and they intentionally make that do not like you know eventually it gets old and becomes harmful yeah. joking and, uh, and they know and they know and, and the reason is that because you take the structure of what they do I mean yeah it's that you know it's it's a it's a it's an ed- it's a it's an editing thing but sometimes yes. they cut to a previous memory they cut to and by writing would I would do that but I would do that for writing wow I would do That's that for hard. writing yeah or, or or for example um what you like about Brooklyn nine nine is that the characters are very very strong you can predict you can but you can yeah, almost yeah. hear what the characters are saying or what they're going to react to a specific situation yeah. so if you read my old columns you would see that I would have characters in the columns like there's a mm-hmm. there's a dirty old man over here and a naive young boy over here Got and it. you could practically hear them speaking to you like yeah. if, if I was interviewing somebody you could hear them speaking to, you know that there's been a reaction that you'd laugh because there's like there's so many characters 
involved. Wow. So these are, these are type of things that you know. It's, and you know, I've applied that also for business. You're taking you take the the innovation is taking a structure right. from what you've seen somewhere else and then bring it to what you currently have. Yeah. So same thing for humor. I took what I learned from somewhere else and brought it into the humor, wow. into the writing. So in in business, you do the same thing. You take what you find interesting from somewhere else and you and you bring it into the current business. Okay. That you're so running. after showbiz, RJ, was it? Business for you? What, what was? What, what well, was I, it? I never really got out of either one. You know? Okay. Um, so you know, it's just that you know that you peak in showbiz and then and you don't you don't necessarily you're not as prominent as before. But yeah. you know what I like about hosting is that um, it's not necessarily that you're popular, but rather that you're consistent, that you're known yeah, for a specific yeah. type of hosting. Because if you look at it, I've been hosting for the past 14, 15 years. There are people who haven't hosted that long. Yeah. Or haven't been in the industry that long. What is your longevity or staying power? Because maybe they know me for a specific skill set when, when mm. you do the hosting that are just good at, at this type or he's very consistent, he's very yeah. professional. Um, he can deliver on the humor, he can he, yeah. he understands these specific things. So people keep getting you every year because they like every time. They right. like they like what you're doing. And eventually that evolved. So from just hosting it became um, moderating, meaning that people would like because I had a what what other hosts could not do, which I had was that I had a business background. Correct, so, and you actually ask me, uh, sensible questions. Yeah, and the questions come from right. my own background, from my yes. own, my own lens or perspective of mm-hmm. of being able to understand some. Because I, why I like doing these shows because you know not just because I like doing the shows, but because yeah. I'm learning something at the same time. And you're just doing and, it and naturally. It's like I have an audience, <laughs> but these questions are actually my correct, questions directed at this specific person. So if you see me moderating some things or like interviewing you, interviewing people in my show, it's because yeah. I'm picking up something. Just uh, recording uh, it uh, along the way, yeah. and then I, it, it it just files in my memory bank. Yes. And eventually, you know, people started getting me to speak as a motivational speaker because I had something to talk about. I had my background. I had yeah. something I could talk about entrepreneurship, and eventually, I built my cred yeah. in entrepreneurship. So now that you know, I, I eventually won. Um, the uh, Outstanding Achievement in Entrepreneurship Award. Congratulations, from, from I saw that. Right, awards, right, right. Uh, for small scale. And, you know, it just, it, not, not, it just has, you know, it, it technically just gives you more credibility in giving your talks and giving yeah. your speech. And you keep on doing them. So, you know, so they started building not only credibility, but an income stream or, or a new of course. A new, new career. The money as, just as, comes as after as well. Too. Yeah, so it, right. built, it built a career for me as a speaker. Okay. But I don't only speak about uh, entrepreneurship. I can speak now about maybe some team building or, or vision setting because I mean I mean and I when I speak it doesn't often come from um, me reading a book but rather maybe maybe the book is a jump off point but it comes from my, my own life and yes. my own life experience and comparing it versus uh, what I've read and, and, mm-hmm. and these things are nice because you know it gives you more credibility uh, when you speak absolutely okay now RJ will take another uh, break real quick but uh, after the break what we want to talk about is your hustle tips Okay. You've been through through a lot, and mm. we want to know from an entrepreneur's point of view, in in your eyes at least, being exposed to so many things, what are the things that we should be aware of? What are the hacks okay, that you sure. can share that a lot of people would learn from? No or that after the break. Hey, hustlers! It's time to talk business once again, and we're excited to share a bit more info about our sponsors, Sprout Solutions. And again, just like what I said at the start of the episode, you should check out Sprout's Payroll Starter as you grow your own startup, because this bundle that they have is literally what you need to take your startup to the next level as you grow your employees. And this bundle is your key to freedom, including payroll outsourcing to experts, a subscription to timekeeping and attendance software, and government compliance services. Sprout's Payroll Starter 
Order has you covered for payroll, BIR, SSS, and taxes. All the stuff that no founder loves to do. So let Sprout handle the busy work and say goodbye to lines and tax payment stress. All this for as low as 5,000 pesos. Again, that's just 5,000 pesos all in for your payroll and HR needs. So visit sprout.eh payroll-starter-monthly-5k or again, just click the link in the description box of this episode to elevate your business management game. And again, big thank you to Sprout Solutions liberating your time for what truly matters. Hey hustlers, wish there was an easy way to open a bank account and grow your money without the hassle of lengthy application process and income documents? Well, I got good news because today's sponsor, Uno Digital Bank, is here to help you achieve your financial goals. You can easily open an account with the Uno app in just five minutes and one valid ID. And as one of the six digital banks licensed by the Banco Central ng Filipinas, the company is committed to providing customers with simpler, better, and more accessible banking. Last year, Uno Bank was recognized by the Asia Banking and Finance Awards and bagged the title Open Banking Initiative of the Year due to the success of its partnership with GCash, one of the Philippines' leading mobile wallet platforms. And with the Uno mobile app, you can access an hashtag UnoReady savings account and enjoy daily interest crediting. With their hashtag UnoEarn or hashtag UnoBoost time deposit accounts, you can enjoy a high interest rate of up to 6.5% per annum. Enjoy monthly payouts with hashtag UnoEarn and flexible tenors with hashtag UnoBoost. Other app features include pay bills, the Uno Virtual Debit MasterCard, life insurance, scan and pay with QRPH, and phones. And the one thing that I really love about Uno Digital Bank is they're open to collaborate with a lot of Filipino startups. I've had a chance to see the partnerships that they've had lined up with the startups that they have, and it's truly exciting to see how a digital bank like Uno can enable startups to unlock the power of fintech through digital banking. So if you're ready to elevate your banking experience, download the Uno mobile app today from the Google Play Store or App Store. Or if you want to collaborate with them, I'll be happy to give you an intro. Just shoot us an email at hello at huffleshare.com. Hey, hustlers. I hope you're having a great 2024 so far. As you know, a lot of startups had a very challenging 2023, and hopefully things are going to do better this year for a lot of us. Not just because it's the year of the dragon, but also because our sponsor, Dragon Pay, is here to help your startups process payments in the most efficient way. Established in 2010, Dragon Pay empowers businesses of all sizes to accept and disperse payments through secure and convenient channels, giving your customers the flexibility to choose the payment method that suits them best. With over 85 partner channels, 35,000 partner branches nationwide, including QRPH, e-wallets, crypto, buy now, pay later, and many more. They also process an astonishing 15 million transactions processed globally each month. Dragon Pay is your trusted choice for online payments. And here's something to show you how legit Dragon Pay is. Dragon Pay was named FinTech of the Year at last year's Philippine FinTech Festival in 2020. So let's make 2024 extra prosperous for you and your startup in this year of the Dragon. For more details, head on over to dragonpay.ph. That's dragonpay.ph. Trust the pioneer, trust Dragon Pay. And we're back for the last part of this episode with RJ Ledesma. 
Um, RJ, in this last part, what I want to know or is what, what's your tips? You've been exposed to so many types of entrepreneurs, businesses, and whatnot. You should, like you can we can take this on for another full hour, and we won't have enough time. But let's 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 put it in three main buckets because I I know you can say a lot of wisdom and whatnot. So if you guys are there, pick up a pen because I know you're gonna learn a lot from from RJ in this one. RJ, quick question. First one is. What is your tip in terms of time management? You're very busy. You do so many things. How would you say? To, how would? What would you? What's your advice to in terms of maximizing time and allocating time? Because sometimes it's not really enough to just like you know put as much time as possible. It's all yeah, about quality yeah, right, over quantity, right? right? Oh. So well, for me, uh, the scheduling is, is pretty key. And, okay. and just to say that um, when I say schedule is pretty key, I'm. Uh, uh, let me just discuss uh, my sure. my schedule sure. for you sure. every every day because sure. you know um, what comes in for me every day is I'll get emails about let's say RJ can you host yep um, then there's from the hosting there's also business meetings yep which I call for and which somebody calls on me yeah right and um, I still have to meet my staff I still have to meet my team yep um, I have to exercise yep and spend time with the family so okay. I mean the, these are all the the different things that come yes. into play. And it's it. I wouldn't have been able to manage that if I wasn't an entrepreneur who could control my own time. Yes. So the bigger thing is, well, let's step back a bit. The bigger thing is that I see myself as a serial entrepreneur and a generalist. A generalist. Uh, so parang for me, um, and this is just me, huh? and this is mm. not, not no, everybody. No, sure, so sure. when I see myself as a generalist, parang I know that I know my strength. My strength is that I need to take a step back. I cannot be... I cannot be tied down to a specific position and you make me run it like, okay, Correct. All, only marketing. Because if you do our operations, yeah. uh, it limits my ability You're to boxed. see things from a, yeah. from a bigger perspective. The reason I was able to put up Easy Franchise, the uh -huh. reason I'm putting up these other businesses is because I got exposed to so many different things. I get to see, ah, so this is the bigger picture. My bird's eye of, view. Of, of, of yeah. where, you, where you can take different things. Mm -hmm. eh? So for me, I know I recognize my strengths and my limitations. I'm good at this whole business development angle, sure. coming up with ideas, putting the people together, uh, you know, getting the, the, right, getting the right team yeah. over there. And I will help run it at first, but eventually if I can find professionals who can take it over, that's the best because yeah. I have to move on to do the next thing again. Correct. So I'm, I'm good at that. So that's, that's a hustle, that, right? That's, that's what I'm good at. So yeah. uh, knowing those type of things. Uh, so like a typical day for me, is that um, and the other thing also is that it's, sure. it's good health. I think, uh, yes. you know, um, really, uh, you're in great age, shape all the time. Uh, I've never well, seen well, you actually, with flabs. Well, well, right, right. now I'm in better shape than I've right. been before because uh, I actually had I was vegetarian for about for about ten years. Okay, so an overlocked vegetarian, and I'm also on. A, I'm actually a certified Ashtanga yoga trainer. Wow. So I, I, back in 2004, I got certified to teach primary series Ashtanga yoga. Oh, wow, it, that's that's. Ashtanga Vinyasa Yoga, which is it's a, it's a it's a flow yoga when you move the whole time, like you do a lot of positions in in, in right, forty five right, minutes. Right. So um, it was important for me to be there, so that I at, you know when I was about 10, 10, 12 years ago, I was very as into all these different things, you know. So I could I could you know I had to be very active. And that's no, I want to blame you for me. Energy. For <laughs> me, I'm I'm fat. A lot of this is mercato. <laughs> yeah, but people ask how can you stay so thin when you were doing mercato. Basically, first I was oh, vegetarian. God. And um, Guaguas best. That's yeah. my favorite. Guaguas best, very yeah. good. But then the thing is, um, I couldn't do yoga as regularly as I could before yeah. in the past because there's a lot of training that goes into my yoga. Like ah. don't eat two hours before this one. It, it's it's a very rigorous training. And if I if all I did was just yoga, that would be that would be fine. So there was a period that I got a bit big, 
But mm. um, right now, I'm into this thing. It's it's called metabolic rebooting, and people can ask me more about it. Metabolic yeah. rebooting. I uh, my my cholesterol is very high genetically, but you know my cholesterol is very high. My okay. LDL cholesterol is very high, and I was slightly out of shape, so I was almost pushing 160. I lost. I went on, on this 160. metabolic yeah metabolic rebooting diet, and that's a combination of both uh, uh, of diet. Okay. A pro- proper diet, not necessarily counting calories, but knowing okay. how to build your plate. Got uh, it. And then um, some exercise, key exercises. Which is, is it like those uh, intermittent, like the Tony Robbins style, or like go intense for like good seven, eight minutes? or? Well, yeah, there's, there's several. There's, it's a combination. Okay. And then and the supplements. So it's basically mm. a, a unicity thing that I've been doing. Um, okay. And I was doing it more really for, for, the, for, the, for, the, for, okay. the, for the health. And okay. I... I I, I lost 15 pounds. 15? And then the first part was actually uh, losing the weight. Mm-hmm. And, and then I went on a second part of the program called Body Boost, where now all of a sudden, um, which was a physique building thing, and I was surprised, you know? Nice. So I went to physique building, and, and for the first time in about uh, forever, I started gaining abs. And I said, wow, this is, this is surprising. <laughs> but then, which is great because I realized that I have more energy to do all this work. Yes. I, and, I, and stay sharp. And so it was I wouldn't be surprised if I see you in a magazine with half naked again. My wife would still approve or my kids would still approve. But then, so health was key. Yeah. And and um, so health was key for, for me as well. And for me, uh, technology was key as well because okay. right now everything goes into a Google calendar. Ah. So so um so it's, um, it's, not me, it's not me doing everything right now. I have a I have a good support system with my secretary. So sure. all the scheduling she takes care of. So yes. many things that I don't have to, you know, people ask me about schedules or different things. I just have to pass I, I have to learn yeah. how to pass on all these different things to her. So my life is basically scheduled from now up to two Got years it. from now because I do hostings for, yeah, for, yeah, for yeah. like weddings and things and then yeah. these are booked. And you don't want to worry about worry yeah. about that anymore. So it's, booked, it's booked far far ahead Got of it. time. And, and um and I, I have to give buckets of time. So there are buckets yes. of time for for the meetings. So I, like my secretary knows, that, okay, this one, it's free. When, when you can insert something, insert something. Just don't book okay. anything in the morning. So parang yes. morning is my is my time for for, for prayer, for reflection, yep. for exercise. But yes. if I can't do anything, she knows to book at a time. Okay. Uh, she knows also to book, let's say, for example, preferably in Makati or the BGC area. Right. So I don't, I don't have to go Smear. far. Yep. Uh, and then... Um, I have sp- specific meetings, you know, the buckets of meetings that I have to do so that you can mm. you can put them all together. So, like for me, a typical day would be when I wake up in the morning. Yeah, it's it's prayer, it's it's reflection on the gospel. After that's done, wow. I will do I will I will do my exercise, whether it's thirty sure. minutes. After that one, it's totally meetings. Uh, I can do different yeah. sets of meeting. At the end of the day, it might be a hosting or a taping wow. uh, during during that day. So you know, and then at night. It's, that's when all the paperwork gets done. You know, okay. I'm, I'm online or I get to spend some time with the yeah. kids. So, you know, it's a really long night for me sometimes. That, wow. You know, uh, first, it's, 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 you know. How much is rest uh, a, 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 a big I get, factor? I get about six to eight. As long as I get about six, six to eight, to eight. hours. You're, you're good. Uh, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty good. Okay. And uh, I like, I, I know I like another startup called Zenia. Oh, Zenia. You get even late night massages and that's good, for, good, good. Uh, good for my energy building and um, naps. Do you, are you a nap kind of guy or is like not, not really? really? Not okay, really. I, just, right. uh, I, I don't take. So I've seen naps. people like hack their day into be a, being a polyphasic. Yeah, yeah, I don't do the polyphasic. I just do yeah. like my my my, my one my one long sleep yeah. really, and you know. 
but when it comes to that one, so that my my day is balanced. In other okay. words, there's different things that I'm doing because it's it's a it's an you know you give some time for opportunity seeking. Eh. Okay. Um. So you know that's why I attend networking events. That's why I attend all these things because and I do my show because yeah. it gives me an opportunity to learn about different things to meet different sure. people. And you know the, one of the people I really admire is people like Josiah Go because even Josiah yes, Go, Josiah the marketing, uh, you know, marketing. But you know yeah. he asks great questions and when he talks All to you, time, he's right. genuinely into what you're trying to do because he wants to learn something from what you're Correct. trying to do. And then for me, that's what I saw. Part of sometimes these opportunities you don't know where it presents itself, so you really have to listen to some people because the opportunity is there. Sometimes you just don't listen to it hard yeah. enough. Eh, I have a Josiah Go story. When I was starting guest list party file before, mm-hmm. it's like in my first year, like barely nothing. I messaged him randomly email. You know what he did? He invited me over to his house in a, in in the village. Yeah, yeah. In I can't mention the village. Oh. And then when I went there, his whole family is there, and I pitch him. Yeah, yeah. I, I saw his wife Chicky being there. Yeah, they were holding a checkbook. They were ready to cut a check. So I pitched my whole thing and all that. Unfortunately, I wasn't able to do it. He said I didn't know what I was doing yet. I was, and that was true. Hindsight, twenty twenty. He's honest, but he helps ask the right questions, not to Correct. put you down, but rather to help you better understand what no. you have to do. And even just recently, he did the same thing to me for Mercato. So it, yeah. it caused me and my wife to reflect on what's our business model, what yes. are we doing, is it the right thing that we're doing? Which is great for any business that you always have to ask yourself that sort of question. No, but for him to allocate time and even and show me to his family, and that's the value. That's the value of my of God. Great that's the value right. of having great mentors for your business and having True. people, really great people over there. Um, I'm very happy that he's been very helpful to the growth of, of Mercato yes. um, for my business. There's another great thing I also learned from uh, from a guy named, you know, I'm, I'm sure you all know David Lee too, but sure. David, David really built his business. And yeah. I remember one time he told me, you know, if there's an opportunity, let's, mm-hmm. uh, if, there's an oppor- if it's opportunity, let's kill it. If it, mo- says, if it moves, let's kill it. So mm-hmm. it's matter how big or how small, you, you grab it. Eh. Yeah. And I, I, until now, I still have that mentality when it comes to hosting things. Mm-hmm. Is it small? Is it big? No, no, no. I, I might have to host this one because I might lose that opportunity or, or I might have to learn something but I have to be there. So yeah. there's this constant hunger to, to always uh, want be to, there to, to be the there to get, be in the moment. To, to, get, to get an opportunity yeah. for you. I think that that's very key. Okay. And you can't, you can't lose that sense. Okay. And for me, it's always that, you know, I'm, I'm always out there with that, that entrep- it's, that, it's really that entrepreneurial mindset. So when you're yeah. out there, you're always looking for what what can I learn? What 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 can I do with this? How how yep. this, how this yep. business is gonna work? How's it gonna work in my whole ecosystem? And that's how it works yeah. for me the whole time. So, you know, so I can look at things and say, ah, so this is what we can do with it. And you know, yeah. up to now, I'm still I'm, I'm I'm in the process of formulating three new businesses in my head. Wow. And uh, with other people, and which we've discussed, but because it's something that I've already learned from these previous businesses, yes. so just iterations or improvements on them, but still they make sense in the overall thematic. Of course, of course. Uh, they all relate things, together. Right. And I learned this also from uh, Professor Andy Ferreria, who's my wife's teacher in yes. her Ateneo Masters for Entrepreneurship. That mm-hmm. you, see, you see many of these big businesses which they, they seemingly are unrelated, but they actually have a theme that cuts across all of them. Eh? Yeah. And I realized that that's the same thing for us. We have one theme that, that cuts across all of this one. Right. And speaking of my wife, I think that's the biggest support system which I've had. Nice. If my wife, she recognizes, she supports, and she respects what I do. She loves sure. what I do. So she, yeah. she helps me if, if, she, if it wasn't for her, I couldn't be the entrepreneur that I am today. Yeah. And I also get to expose my kids to the entrepreneurship lifestyle. Yes. So also they understand Early. Yeah. what my dad is doing. That daddy sometimes can't be around here because he's working. He's he's entrepreneur. Mm-hmm. He's got to mm-hmm. host. Mm-hmm. And I bring them there so they see that you know this is this is you know what what pays for your school. What does this this yeah. is the hard work that I put. This is the hard work which I put into it. And I want them to also do That's that sort good. of hard work uh, when when they do things. That's why yeah. like right now I've 
I had my daughter start doing coding because I oh, wanted wow. her to develop the next billion dollar app and for me to retire early. <laughs> so she, she did She wow. recently developed an app. Um, she entered into a contest. Um, really? But it didn't, it didn't win. But you know, I'm glad because she, she now she enjoys the, she knows the hard work that goes into it. She, she likes the coding now. I mean, yeah. these are the type of things. And it's, 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 uh, it's a core skill now. You can't be in the 21st century. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's how I see it. Yeah, going and, back. Know, I, like, I wanted I, to develop yeah. other soft skills like right. presentation skills. Yeah. Like, um, people skills, these yeah. project management skills. I mean, these things will become key as, as the 21st century comes into play in the fourth Correct. industrial revolution. It's there. not enough that you know Microsoft Word anymore. Yeah, <laughs> it's, it's, it's not enough anymore. It's totally different your, college de- your college degree might not be the no. college degree of the future. It might not even be a college degree anymore. Correct. So be different. Now, RJ, a couple more questions. Um, how? What's your tip on networking? You've always been around people. How do you maximize your time you know that there's so many people that you're surrounded with. How do you cut through who's, who matters and no, what I, I think? Different? I think it's it, that's the thing. Eh? Sometimes you can't cut through who matters. It's okay. that sometimes, I mean, you you have to appreciate each person for God. for whom they Equally, are. Right. Because you're learning from everybody. I think that's the humility that you say mm. you have to learn from everybody. Correct. Like um, recently, I had a business opportunity which I came across in my head for a startup a couple of years ago. And it, you know, it, it, I, I haven't had time to do it, but it recently came back to me again. Yeah. Why? Because I learned it from my executive assistant. Nice. That she was, she, she had, she was discussing her personal situation with my wife. Okay. And I said, I said, that was the opportunity I was talking about several years ago. I had to learn from her to understand. Ah, so this is what her, what her pain point is. Uh, ah, so now I can develop this business. So that's why there are people whom you learn from as mentors, and there are people whom you learn from from their situation to, yeah. to answer to address their pain points right. as well. So, you know, if if you can make time for people just to listen to their businesses, to listen to what they have to say, I take it. If, if I can, I'll, I'll listen to their to okay. their pitches. I'll listen to their. I'll take right. coffee with them, and you know, just you know, just join. Uh, reputable organizations, I right. guess, or net organizations to give you a chance to know if you're doing JCs, if you're doing JC, Rotary yeah, Club. I'm, I'm, a, right. I'm a part of a Rotary Club. Okay, um, it's great that 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 you're there. Yeah, and what's very important is to have, is to to surround yourself with great mentors. Mentorship. Like yes, me, I mean that's what that's why you know at first one of the, the reasons I became an entrepreneur in the first place was because of Gonegosho. At the yes. start, I was actually just a host for Gonegosho. Oh yeah, but yeah. I was so now you have the mentor me. Yeah, yeah. I was so inspired by all the people that 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 I have been working with and their example their their, their grit and their resilience and yeah. their innovation I put up Mercato Central then eventually from all that I became a I became full-fledged entrepreneur as well put up my own business because of Mercato I became a yes. mentor then I won, I won an award I presented my award back to Joey because he said Joey thanks so much <laughs> for, for, for putting me through yeah, all this yeah. one because this is uh, I wouldn't have been the entrepreneur that I am today if you didn't get me exposed in this sort Correct. of ecosystem so you've got good entrepreneurs who can support you and teach you uh, what, what you need to do to, to, to get there because you know you're not alone in the entrepreneurship journey. There are other people as well, and and you know I don't want to sound so spiritual or religious, but yeah. but it's very important for me that the spiritual aspect for me is very very strong. Nice. Um, I don't I don't often tell people this one, but I I, I serve very actively in in my Catholic Church. Um, nice. People uh, people surprised. They say, "Weren't you that Eucharistic minister there? Weren't right. you the?" Weren't you the guy reading at mass? Yes, yeah. but because that's just part of part of my DNA growing up, and okay. I was very active and, and then I give back and like to give back to the community. I met my wife in a community called uh, my Catholic community called Single Young Adults. That's where wow. I met my wife. And then today, you know, um, as part of our marriage, you know, we were we were we were active in the Couples for Christ household. And oh right my now, gosh. Wow. I'm in a group called 
uh, Power Mornings by my brother, mornings. which is uh, one of the communities under Brother Bo Sanchez, where it's it's a like set of like-minded uh, businessmen, uh, Catholic wow. businessmen. So for me, very nice because it keeps you grounded. Um, it, 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 it provides you direction. You know, what's, what's your what's your yeah. why? Yeah, what's your why? Like Simon Sinek said, what's your why in doing business? You know, that's what's why, your why? RJ, my, why yeah. my why is that you know I'm doing business and I'm helping others at the same time. Because if you look at everything I've been doing, basically it's the same story, deba. Right? For Mercado, I, I, it's good business for me. It's good business for you. I'm, I'm helping right. people grow. Enterprise, I'm helping people grow. Uh, 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 easy franchise, it's it's, a, it's the same thing, deba. Right? And um, it's been very nice because it, it you know there there have been times when when I've been very down not just spiritual uh, right professionally and emotionally yeah that, that that community has been there for me where I can where I, where I be able this is your to way trying to pay it forward yeah. yeah it's not even paying it forward it's really just because that that's that's essential to who I who I am I mean this is this this is who I define myself as being right? that that's awesome that I, if I don't have this part I'm not going to be able to be a it, I can't be a good businessman this is not there. It, uh, God is really the center of that center of it all. That That's the right. why. That's the why. And everything else just proceeds from that why. Wow. That is amazing, RJ. Unfortunately, we don't have much time, but um, please invite them over to the, uh, the, the businesses. Oh, just one have. thing. Yeah. So first, first yeah. of all, if you've got a yummy and innovative food right. concept and you want to be the next big food entrepreneur, right. come over to Mercato. If you listen to this podcast here right now right. and you say that you listen to this podcast and you got to the end of this podcast and you <laughs> go to Mercato and try out. Yes. And you pass, I'll give you one month free stay. One month free exclusively on Hustle Share. Yeah. Thank you for that. And right. um, after that one, what we do is, like I said, now we've transformed our business into a food business incubator. You stay yes. with us six months, you prove that you're good. Um, we will set you up with a restaurant business consultant who will try wow. to improve your business, see how we can scale it up. Yeah. And then when, we, when we're done with that one, we can sign up an agreement with you. We will look for um, investors for you. Wow, to, to scale it. To scale it, to scale it. And then... We have a shared management company which can nice. run because basically for many of these entrepreneurs who are food of course they do uh, we want them to yeah. be, they, they don't want to do the day-to-day -day because that's the hardest but they're yeah. very good at r d improving their food products correct, innovating correct, their food correct. products so we we work together with them uh where we take care of their day-to-day -day. we take care of their operations each nice. our training yeah, the stuff that they're not really finance and good accounting at yet, so right. that they can stick to what they do best and correct. we'll help them grow their business wow so that's what we're doing right now at mercato and you've got a set of Mercato Central Investors, um, which include, of course, Joe Mag, uh, and there's a lot the corner, of... uh, Rich Sands yeah. of uh, of uh, Rich Sands of uh, Bibing Kinitan, currently the president oh, of oh, the Philippine wow. Franchise Association. We have also Richie Kuna, who was the former president of the Association of Filipino Franchisers. There you go. Put up Fior Gelato, uh, Kerwin Tansekiao of um, of Pizza Pedrico. Um, wow. We've got people like Romel Juan Binalo. These are people who are going to invest in your businesses if you're able to prove that it's something that can scale Correct. up. So. You, you, the first step is coming to Mercato with your yummy and innovative dish. But if, let's say, for example, you you have a business, you are uh, somebody who wants to franchise a business, look, yeah. looking for business to franchise, visit easyfranchise.com. We yep. have a, a match me uh, match me feature over there so yeah. you can match me with your uh, budget, with your desired type. I'll get my mom there. Yeah. <laughs> and eventually yeah. location as well. Yeah. Or if you are a, a business that wants to start franchising, let us know. Uh, ah. uh, we can help you as well. Uh, set your business to franchise, right. or if you're currently a franchise franchise owner, right. a franchisor, you right. have a business that you're franchising and you need more exposure, mm -hmm. let us know. It's free listing on the site, so there's, there a, you go. there's a franchise report on the site, and you can you can list there, there you can list there as well.
And for hosting, RJ, if they have an event or whatnot, how do they? Well, just, can, just go, just get in touch with me online. You can check my, they can check out my website www.rjledesma.com to see my cred for for hosting. And just get in touch with me on yep. Facebook or. Uh, he replies to people. He he does like he he though in his very busy time. I don't know how he does it, but he finds time to reply, and I'm, I'm nothing but in awe of of, of uh, RJ and his hustle. Thank you very much for your Thanks, time. Man. Much Thank you so much. And again, this is your hustle, uh, your podcast, Hustle Share. Please do, if you like this episode, please do subscribe on uh, Spotify, iTunes, and please don't forget to give us that little star. We'll help that a lot. All right. Thank you again, RJ. Thanks, guys. And welcome to Hustle Share. See you guys in the next episode. Peace.